For the newly indoctrinated, Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files follows the story of a professional wizard in Chicago. We started our podcast as a way to help break down the series' most important moments, characters, and lore. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 5.16, Wolf in Geek's Clothing. My name is Tanzin, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. Hello. Are you an alien automaton? Kelpies camping in your creek? Bigfoots barged into your bunker? Elves on your shelves? Ghouls in your garden? Poltergeists in your pantry? We believe you. Midwestern Arcane offers competitive rates for exclusive original photos or documented experiences. Call today. Submissions become exclusive property of the Midwestern Arcane. Artistic license may be taken. Chapter 32. Harry, Murphy, and Tara are trapped in the pit awaiting the arrival of the Loop Guru. Marcone manages to release one of the ropes allowing them to escape, only to have the Loop Guru arrive. Tara distracts it while Dresden uses one of his, the belts and transforms into his own wolf form to take on the Hexen Wolves. Pretty much everything I love about the Dresden Files happens in this chapter. Like, honestly, like, literally everything. Like, there's this one point <laughs> and when, yet like, you've never gone back. <laughs> I know, because it's only in one chapter. I can read the rest of the series and love everything about the Dresden Files than just read this one moment here. Okay. But the moment when, like, Murphy, her priority, she's like, I wish I had my pistol. I wish we had more time to talk and forgive each other. It's like, oh, Murphy. But also she's like, I want my pistol first. We can be <laughs> yeah. friends after. I want my gun. Yeah. And then there's like a moment when like Tara is like, she's like, close your eyes to the werewolf babies. And oh. she's like, it's going to be like, just be quiet. or Just close your eyes. It's going to be okay. You know? And it's just like, oh, like it gets to like, there's yeah. moments in the book when it's just like, so everything heart fucking sucks and heart wrenching. And then there's also a moment when Harry is just like, all right. Like, backed into a corner, last plan B, ditch all attempts, let's just, like, go fucking crazy right now and come up with the most batshit plan in the world. And then there's all of the, like, ever-loving, like, shit-talking with your enemy back and forth. (laughs) And even, like, at the beginning of this chapter, he's like, hey, John! (laughs) (laughs) And then, obviously, just violence. So it's just, like, everything in the Dresden Files happens right off the bat in this chapter, too, where it's just, like, you get the heartwarming, you get the snark, you get the fighting, you get the violence. It's, like, everything that you need in the series is all right here, where it's, like, super amazing, cool plan come up with in a moment, and, like, some sidestepping to the magic key. Harry can't do any, but we still get Harry doing magic. Right, you know? <laughs> but it's, yes. it's, like, you know, it's kind of very condensed in this one chapter where it's just, like, okay, like, Harry's gonna die, so we'll let him hit all of his greatest hits right now. <laughs> Yeah, right. He's everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me. Um uh like in suits, yeah. When when you're when you're backed up against the wall, you break down the goddamn wall. Something like that. So yeah, Harry's <laughs> Harry's always very good at that. He's always getting backed into a corner and then usually he just blows a hole through it. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sends a loop guru through it after or whatever. <laughs> it's like one of those things in like a, a like I know sometimes people it's one of those like Rotten Tomato things where it's like everyone the audience loves the critics hate and everything the critics love the audience hates yeah and it's just one of those moments like he's always backed into a corner and then he just magically has a way to do it but it's like yeah but like Harry but it works because it's about magic that's the whole point is that he can yeah like you know I'm not one of those people who tends to critique those moments because I'm like yeah but it was so cool right yeah so like it does feel like when we do this kind of breakdown podcast thing it's like okay yeah, weird how you just always manage to get, but it's like that's the whole point. But of I was gonna say like, that's, that's, that's the beauty. Like, I think you that's don't part of why I right? like 
fantasy and fiction mm-hmm. and stuff sometimes is because exactly like in real life you're like well that wouldn't but it's like no but I guess yeah. the whole point is that we don't have to follow all the rules you can get out of these impossible situations because you can just suddenly make your broom fly out of the castle and into your hands or you can just like that was funny listening to that episode and you're like he just like so unnecessarily like blows a hole in the wall like dramatic I'm like but it was such a good moment like that was so it's like I'm like there was point he didn't want to have to go back through all like the dying yelling and that was it it was the shortest easier connection to there was just there it goes i knew she'd start breaking down all the episodes she missed one oh i will that's that's gonna be bonus content for y'all that's where i get to go through point like, one at, at all my like yeah my my agreements my Addendums. disagreements my corrections my yeah. <laughs> what i liked and what i did you notice there was a few times i was like speaking as maggie right now <laughs> i know she'd say this right now <laughs> But yes, no, it's just, it was one of those funny things, just listening to you being like, it was so weird. I was like, what do we so much out of it? It just blew a hole in the wall. Really but funny. that's because him, that's what he does. Uh, so yes, yeah, so getting back into Dresden, uh, he's got this moment with Murphy, he's got this moment with Tara, and then he turns his attention to Marcone. He's like, yeah. okay, buddy, batshit plan starting now. Yeah. <laughs> John, can you hear me? What do you want? Hey, John. <laughs> I told you not to call me that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he begins to ask about that knife, uh... So he concern, c- confirms that he was mostly disarmed. Yeah. No, actually. they found that and took it. Oh, but they well, didn't fuck find now. The other what are you one? doing? Getting the knife they didn't find. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. that banter that's go- that goes on between the two of them right there. I'm like, you know what? They're though? at the end of the, 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 the world as far as they're concerned, but they're still like, yep. That's My- like the best thing about Dresden, though. But that point, though, about Marcone when he's like getting the, the knife they didn't find, it's like reminds <laughs> me of that um, Captain John Harkness scene. I'm pretty sure when it's like he like takes Torchwood out a people. Torchwood, yeah, and he takes out a gun and it's like he's completely butt naked. It's like, where did you pull that from? He's like, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Marcone. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, you know, drug smuggling is his profession, but, but you know. <laughs> no wonder it I takes sure him so long to was, get the knife. I hope it was sheathed, at least, in that case. <laughs> um. He can afford a sheath, okay? <laughs> yeah, but. He's living in a golden mansion. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Say, I love all the interactions, mostly between Harry and Dresden, just the way, because Harry's, yeah. Oh, Harry and Marcon. And Harry says it himself. He's like, he just loves to get, like, adolescent and petty about a lot, right? And and Marcon's always so, like, that's very See, impolite. Marcon always acts like he's yep. above it, but he always hits toe-to-toe with Dresden <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but he just yeah. does it in a much more refined, like, distinguished with dig. It's like he's still there doing I, it. <laughs> and, yeah, he's like, I will not stoop to your petty insults, even though you're a slime. You know? While I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Insult. I do have a way he's like, you know, damn it, you're a miserable, stupid bastard for making a deal with Denton. He's like, now do you believe me? Y'all? He's like, um, he's like, yes, do tell me that you told me so with your last breath. <laughs> he's like, I will actually. He's like, I was rather aware of that, but perhaps I can make amends. Like, why? What are you going to do about it? Yeah, the knife they did. But yeah, I just, I love the way that, again, the way Marsters always right? Like, Marcone is always so calm, cool, and collected, right? And Harry's just like, fuck you, I'm gonna book you, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you. So funny. It like, almost reminds me of, get like, out of this car and walk. Uh, Odie and Garfield? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah. So Marcone does manage to get that knife out and, uh, 
lowers uh, one. He gets to cut one rope of the the, the platform. The platform, yeah. So doesn't get himself out of the situation. Yeah, he's still strung up there. But manage, and yeah, while they're like bickering and fighting, right? And he starts like swinging to get like momentum and reach or whatever. And he's like, yeah, blah, 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 shut up a minute. And he's just like, thick, and manages to actually fucking hit this rope tied to a pine tree and sever it. And they're like, Murphy's like, holy shit. <laughs> this guy's scary. <laughs> but I think it should be mentioned too the loop guru is like standing over the pit. Yes, he's now all this shown up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's here. So, so I like, like even more, like you've got this like drooling beast over you. Beasley. And Marcone is like doing like knife tricks and they're like, like shut Whoa. up. I gotta yeah. hit this. We only got the one. <laughs> but it's funny too. It just, it literally seems like one of those like cartoon moments when like you're all just like, the enemy is right there. But you're like, whoa, whoa, wait. And they're all looking at this other really cool thing. They're like, oh, like hold up their scorecards, 10 points. I'm like, all right, back to okay, the monster. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so, so Justin, like, yeah, gets his shit together and hauls his weary, broken body up out of this pit. And is about to, like, and all of a sudden realizes he's crawling out, like, right into the jaws of the loop crew. And it's like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. Slides down the road. And, like, that's, I don't know if anybody's ever done it. I did, like, some you know like gymnastics and it you don't want to like just slide down a rung that's jar well not the this i mean the sliding down i mean if you do that carefully you can avoid but the rope burn factor aside suddenly like you're sliding all of a sudden you grip back on and just like that's gonna jar that damn shoulder of his like real bad yeah that's yeah he's he's fucked up (laughs) That's, that's like you know extra added there uh, so yeah, so he has to kind of do the the whack a mole a few times, pop his head up until he can, you know. Well, um, yeah. Marcone was nice enough to have given him a warning and a heads up once he jumped, once the, the yes. jumped. He's at like, him. Uh, what, yeah. And then I think I think is this the part where he even like whistles at him a little bit or something at the one point because he's yeah finally distracts him enough that Dresden can pop out the and then Dresden's got to do like the cartoon super run like around before you know so he can get the pit between him and this monster you know it's like no 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 you can't touch me but yeah finally so he does make it out of the pit so closely followed by Tara yeah, yeah. but his, woof, his, yeah. his belly flop out of the pit <laughs> yeah. this is the coolest uh. thing though is that when Tara comes out of the pit and she does this whole like okay you go handle the FBI I'll handle McFinn and you see them go toe-to-toe, and Harry says, yeah. he's like, you can totally tell the difference between Tara and the Loop Guru, Tara and the Alphas, Tara and the Hexenwolves. Like, there is just something about Tara that is like, this is like so. a dance. Like, this is just primal, mm. in tune. Like, this is her ball game more yeah, than anyone natural, else's. swift, Total, graceful. Like, yeah. yeah. Where they were fast, Tara was fast and graceful. Where they were quick, Tara was quick and elegant. She made them look like amateurs. She was something more primal, more in tune with the wild than they would ever be. Yeah, so it's just something, like, intrinsic within Terra. That is just... Intrinsic, yeah. And, and admittedly, with the alphas, they are amateurs. <laughs> it's like, me, them look like like amateurs. And, like, you just said they were they a bunch of pimply-based college. Yeah. Yeah. But, yes, as far as, like, Denton's, sorry. Even as we know the Dentons, though, they've only been doing this for, like, the, six or so months, too, right? <laughs> that is, that the is the, their new code name, the Dentons. Excuse the FBI, the Dentons. <laughs> um, but, yeah, exactly. Like, yes, but, again, they're they're adults. They're trained in yeah, the, fighting and comp, FBI, you yeah. know what I mean, like, that way. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah they're, they're new to wolfhood, whatever. But, yeah, I just, I'm like, well, they are. But yeah, she's just like, uh, cause yeah, he's like, you can't take on that thing by yourself. And she's like, ah, don't worry about it. Just you yeah. go, you go do it. Watch me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's not that she can necessarily take him on 
you know, pound for pound, muscle for muscle, but that's what she doesn't need to. Like, she's just so much more comfortable, so much more better at being in this. Yeah, Yeah. quick and agile and whatever, right? That she's like, I can just stay that one step ahead of him. I don't necessarily need to, you know, and yeah, Mm -hmm. makes it. She just needs to be faster. That's right. Yeah. And apparently she she totally is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just Mm -hmm. can dart in and out and do the whole thing. So while he's like, oh, okay, shit, I guess she's got that. And just about lets Ben jump up and rip his face off. <laughs> ben, I think that, though, like, it, just one more thing about Tara, too, is that, like, he says earlier on in the books, too, like, you know, like, whereas the rest of them are all much more using their sight and power, you know, as a wolf, she's got way more focus on her other sentences. Like, it's nothing yeah. on the sight, right? So it's a, a little bit extra, too, like, where the rest of them are still reliant on, like, that human sight predator reliance. She's like, no way, like, my scent, my touch, my vibrations in the air hearing like she doesn't need to see him so that's just you know one more ball game one more ball in her i don't know what the fucking phrase is one more thing she's on the ball one more ball in her court one more ball in her is that the phrase i don't know could be point in her favor point in her favor yeah Yeah. there we go match love (laughs) yeah all of the above (laughs) um but yeah exactly some kind of sports sports here. (laughs) ball game (laughs) sports ball it was the fifth quarter of the hockey game. And, um, yeah, okay, so he's watching them go off, and then, yeah, he's a boom, right? Mm-hmm. He just thankfully misses him because he's just <laughs> completely got his back turned watching the other action, and, yeah, Ben manages to miss him and hit a tree, and he's like, oh, yeah, shit, there's people out here trying to kill me and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, she, like, yeah, again, naked. She's half the shirt's going to get in the way. I can't, like, reach under my shirt for the belt, but her skirt at least is still on. Mm. So, you know, he follows the legs up past the skirt to the neat, to the bare-breasted torso. But, uh... Tits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this Move. is my reread of Full Moon. Again, this is only the second time. Um, I think we've established that. Right? Have I said it enough times? <laughs> totally forgot that Harry dons the belt. Oh, damned her. Totally forgot. When I read that, I was like, Ugh. what? Like, see, that's what you get for not totally, looking at it. Totally, because, like, there's so many years. moments now in the future books where I'm just like, and again, like, you know, a little bit of Wait. spoiler, like, he burns the belt at the end of this book, right? Wh- when did you say you read this originally? Because you were talking about I, it last. Yeah, I said, like, 13 or 14 or something like that. When like, you, so it would have been even maybe slightly earlier when you read, because that was, like, book five or something like that you were talking, because you were talking about the scene with. Oh, no, it was this one because you were talking about the initials. Yeah, I love how you're like, yeah, I didn't know they had sex. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was really funny because Matt's like, yeah, I didn't know either. (laughs) But I seem to recall, too, I think with that, that at the time, his first wife, well, she was a... Jim Butcher's wife? Jim Butcher's first wife was a romance novelist. Mm -hmm. And so if I recall correctly, I seem to remember him saying something about going to her for some, like, advice on things on how... Because, right, yeah, he's all, like, snarky, hairy, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, (laughs) uh, how do I write in, like, a sex scene that's not, like, totally gross or Hey, wifey. Yeah. (laughs) It was like... That would make a little sense because it seems like... It is a little 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 out of place. Yeah, Yeah, and I mean, like, you can tell, like, again, it it has, like you say, it's a touching scene. It's got, you know, Mm -hmm. the like, he did work in some of the elements and characteristics of, like, Harry and, and Susan, but again, you're like, this is not really Harry's normal, but I think that was why he had somebody else kind of smooth out the edges and probably help shape some of I the... I like that. I'll take that. The actual... That of- yeah. I'm like, how the fuck do I write a sex scene, honey? <laughs> <laughs> so. Some fun foreplay between two authors. <laughs> <laughs> Practical demonstration. As I was going to say, I was like, well, Jim. <laughs> okay, 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 hang on a sec. So yeah, so when he's doing this, just... Take Call it that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That movie you just did there, honey, just make sure you change this word to that and describe this as this. And 
Anyways, so yeah, Harry has a belt uh, on too. Dear. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, so that for me, I totally forgotten all about that or didn't even realize when I first read it, who knows? Point is, is that reading it now, I was just like, whoa, this should be like a Harry this drink have the a Kool-Aid. back way more often in future books. Like he should be referencing this all the goddamn time. <laughs> so that one time I was a wolf. <laughs> no, but seriously, like I don't want to get into spoilers, but he drinks they the Kool-Aid in 37 more ways in the future too. Yeah. Every time he's offered Kool-Aid, Harry drinks it. Like, I swear <laughs> to God. Just a sip to be polite. He's, I just swear to God, like like there's a certain scene when we just, get to changes. Just rubs a little on his gums. When we get to changes and he's being offered a buffet of Kool-Aid. He's like, which one am I going to take? I'm surprised that he's never gone back to this moment and been like, well, let me think on this and what happened then and how I felt then. Like, I'm just surprised how it's never come up again because I have read from um, Grave Peril onward multiple times. I've read those books a lot. Summer Night is one of my absolute favorite books. Yeah. Skin Game Changes. Like, those are some ghost yes. story is one of my absolute favorites, right? So I think those four books, like, I've read a lot of those ones or, or read those seeked ones out lot, scenes yeah. from yes. those books to reread over and over and over again, if not the entire novel. And I think that there was a lot of times in those books when he could have been like, remember that time I was a motherfucking werewolf. And the fact that he's never said that, I would have noticed if he brought it up. Like, like what? I'm what like, what the fuck were you a goddamn werewolf, right? And even when he's trying to connect with the alphas in future books, why the fuck don't you ever like, well, that one time that I was kind of a werewolf for five minutes, like, and I almost fucked things up and went, maybe that's it, Harry's right? just maybe, repressing. But like, and even, like, even as we get, like, again, no spoilers, but there's going to be a time when comes into power in the future and I feel like there's times when Harry could have been like motherfucker like there was this one time when this happened to me and I get it as the books go on Harry you know he comes into power in so many different ways and so many different avenues that, yeah maybe these early on his or career didn't matter career, yeah. but I still feel like this could have been brought up more like it almost to me like even Jim forgot about it because I'm like this should be talked about way more at least once more at least once yeah, <laughs> like, like somewhere can we have a, yeah throw right like because yeah like yeah. for me like again like I was completely blindsided getting to this part in the book like again I don't even either I missed it the first time I read it or I've just completely forgotten well, I'd about like it to you must have forgotten because I mean Cause, yeah, I mean this is pretty big this is pretty yeah big. I was like if you glossed over that whole scene yeah. with and I don't know who you thought was what was happening I didn't there. really read books when I was a kid I just I'm said I did that. <laughs> I am getting that, that I'd carry a book around for a couple of weeks and I've been like osmosis right it was at my hip for a couple of weeks in my school big done and done um, so point is, is that, yeah, Harry takes over the wolf, becomes the wolf, becomes one with the wolf. Vision and, sharp enough to count the hairs on Yeah. Again, like, this is just such a big deal that references to so many more points in the future books. And it sounds so cool. Like, it's I really so... want to see the world through a wolf's senses. <laughs> well, and it sounds a little bit like manic magic Harry. Like, totally. Really, really similar. Magic. High, but um, not you that quite, quite to, no, the, I... the, to the point of being grossly reckless. But pretty damn close. But yeah, and there's a, like, you can totally see the shift in his tone too when he's just like, stupid bitch. Yeah. Like, he is so like, just like that animalistic, like, he, again, I mean, for me, it's very much like suddenly seeing Denton all over again. Like, you see, like, he is walking that line, and it's crazy that even Harry, as soon as you're overtaken by that animal, within minutes, Harry was like, oh yeah. And something I think that we also didn't mention earlier about Denton is that, like, part of the issue is that these belts are have are coming from magical influence elsewhere. Yes, right. Somebody it's not just a, a demon or some entity yeah. has, has as, as John, Chauncey told us. It's like this yeah. isn't just animalistic um, um, yes. intent thrown onto the belts. It's because it's some other demon or uh, magical entity that is its intention is onto these belts too. So I think that's something that you should bring up that that 
entity is now pressing its will onto Harry. It's that not just animals. Wings. It's not yep. just Harry. Like we've got darker forces here that are, you know, yeah. And again, this is one of the ones that like wraps around you and gives you that buffer to protect mm-hmm. you from right. So that's why they get to keep right. So again, also that very real cynicism and and defeatist and whatever that dented right. He still got that human intellect, that human choice, and that reasoning for why he got to this point, as well as now the animalistic urges to act on them and mm-hmm. that, right? So it's like, yeah, you can see and in some ways like seeing how fast Harry, Harry jumps on this cha- yeah. train it's like surprising Denton has held yeah. out as long like that you is know some- we're all like oh Ben just went like bananas right but you're like well shit no man shit. if it's like that quick that fast like mm-hmm. surprised all of them and again like Harry keeps saying like part of what makes you as a wizard is just having the the knowledge and the wherewithal the to expect this right and, yeah and like- so even for Harry to instantly be taken by it it just shows you just how actually strong and far this goes theoretical and practical man mm-hmm. like yeah totally, yeah totally. I, I read this was bad for me but man i i know drugs are bad but said, harry drinks the kool-aid it's really yeah. good <laughs> harry drinks the kool-aid and commits but like yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so it is just a little bit eye-opening and i think it is also one of those cool things that we did actually get to see mm-hmm. it because i don't think uh, not that i don't think i know for a fact that we wouldn't have known otherwise just how would not have gotten heavy pressing this would have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is nice that Jim Butcher actually did throw it in there. But like, you have to understand just how fucking strong this shit is. Yeah. And again, we don't even know where these belts have come from, right? Yeah, exactly. We don't so. know what force factor We've got some theories. We'll meet them later. But we won't We're getting say. into... The, I have to say, I'm so excited to be back in this because like... Um, with the beginning, it was like, well, I don't want this podcast to be just a simple recapping of, right? That's not that there's, I'm like, I wanted to, but it was like, really, in the first book, it's like, well, it was hard to do anything but that, because you couldn't talk, like, n- nothing else had happened. I know, it's until so hard when we try not to do spoilers. As right. it, and then there just wasn't <laughs> enough context, right? But I'm like, even now in the second book, I'm like, I love how we can start, like, theorizing a bit more and throwing out things and like referring back to what's happened and like you're it's like actually a little bit now where you're like okay now stuff's getting juicy like we're still at the beginning of his arc but it's like just the fact that like 10 things have happened now there's 10 things to talk about instead of like well nothing has happened yet so we'll be we'll be into book three in one month Mm, and it'll be like crazy. that's that's really grave peril is when it thinks shit like, starts go yeah that's everybody sort insane, of right? like that's that where is, it, yeah so i'm excited for us to be able to picks be like, up yeah yeah we're just kind of i mean yeah like book one is um evil wizards evil mages whatever book two is werewolves book three is vampires so it's like you get your three fantasy genres like right there at the start. and once <laughs> and you get like those three big players <laughs> right and so with each of those three big players like that's when you really like you're like in the world and then with book four you get the fairies yeah so and it's, it's instantly it's like it's, once you get those four powers you're like we're in this bitch right. <laughs> it's so funny because every time you refer to it you always are like grave peril and then like uh vampires i'm always like yeah, that is a really big. Because I'm always like ghosts. That's always because it's just that's what starts off in that book. And I always think it's like about ghosts and stuff. And I'm like, actually, no, it's really not about the ghosts. It's, no, it's a vampire book. It's more of a yeah, but it's just how funny like that initial like first impressions, yeah, I first guess, impression, right? That's yeah. what we start to like. Oh, this is going to be a book dealing with, and that's always like one of the first things that comes to mind in Grave Peril. And I'm like, that really was just the the side subplot yeah. to get us launched into the other stuff. It's <laughs> funny, but yeah, yeah, wizards and werewolves and vampires. vampires oh my. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love how when he's going in and he's like, he can hear her like chanting, right? She's doing like the, and and I'm like, well, Harry doesn't like, he just stole the belt off Roger. Like he's not going to, but I, I I like to think that I guess this is just maybe a little bit Harry's 
inherent use of magic and being a wizard because I was like, so I'm like, what if it had been like a specific phrase or something you had, right? Like he wasn't taught what the FBI was taught to activate these belts. So all it says is he can hear Ben doing the chant to change or whatever. And he does his own of like, wolfy, wolfy, wolf, wolf. And he's a wolf, which is Latin for all you folks out there that weren't. (laughs) (laughs) He basically just goes, wolfy, wolfy, wolf, wolf. And he's a wolf. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) But I was like, I'm like, well. He's a loser. Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to go with the fact that, yeah, he just, he knows sort of how to work magic. So he's just that step closer that he can just, doesn't need very much to like step through and touch the magic, right? He's like, just, I'm I'm magic dude. So let's just Mm -hmm. do this. Because I was like, you could have been really fucked here, Harry. It is kind of funny. It's like a wizard standing in a door and he's like, abracadabra, alakazam, bippity boppity boo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, it's but focus, yeah. focus, and he's well, like, one of these is totally right? fine. What if it was like open sesame specifically, right? and he didn't have the open sesame? He would have just stood around in that field for a while. But I like that though. I like that Harry's like, it literally doesn't matter. Open hocus pocus, open it's sesame, whatever, the bitch. Intent. Give yeah, me that yeah. shit. Give me that. <laughs> Move shit. on. And the belt's like, yeah, all right, cool. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do some damage. I don't really care who's. Even the belt. It's so funny. Uh, not. Oh, there's just so many tangents. I'm sorry. <laughs> but even like in Critical Role, when Grog gets that evil sword, he's like, do I have to say anything special? And the sword's like, nah. Bitch, let's kill. <laughs> How do you work, stab? <laughs> All right, I can do that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and then he basically dispatches Ben pretty damn quick. She's all like, "Haha, I'm gonna get you," and he's like, "Boom, boom, down, yeah. bitch." Yeah, goes for uh, her hamstrings. Hamstrings, yeah, mm-hmm. and disables her right off the bat. Yep. And uh, Wilson uh, comes and attacks in his form and. Because Ben is yeah, blindly snapping at everything. He well, he goes for goes a throat, for the kill. too. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. And then Buddy comes up and is like, whoa, wait. Yeah, Harris, this is great, too. Because Harris is like, oh, my God, they all escape from the pit. Sees a wolf and starts shooting. And he ends up shooting Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> he, Harris. like, confuses. Or Harris, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, Harris. Yeah, yeah. No, Harris. Th- Harris said. Harris comes out of the forest and shoots Wilson. You might have. I heard Harry. Whether you said Harry or whether I just misheard. But Who puts Harris, Harris and Harry in the same book? I know, Come on, right? butcher. So Ron Stoppable comes hopping out and is like, oh my god, they're all free, blam, blam, blam. And then, yeah, and then the other wolf is like, look, dude, and like does the whole scrambly thing. And is like, bitch. And he's like, oh shit, Wilson. George, like, George? Yeah. And then he's just boom, 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 boom. Wilson's like, I don't care about this shit anymore. <laughs> and then Wilson takes out his gun and starts fucking shooting it. He doesn't even like, not even like, hey, it's me. He's just like, what the fuck, you asshole? Oh, man. So well, there's still high off of these belts that it wouldn't make sense well Wilson a little bit yeah he just just go for it yeah he was just going toe to toe in a fight and trying to I mean again he's trying to rescue Ben and Roger just shows up and starts popping caps in his ass and he's like sorry (laughs) sucks to be you sorry I'll give you sorry (laughs) I don't need your fucking apology just die asshole right But yeah, that was kind of, I know, because you're kind of like, how can you, and and this is, this is, and I'm going to jump ahead slightly, I don't know if we want more to talk about in this, but yeah, but he's like, oh, and they're human eyes, they couldn't even really see each other that well, and they're just like blindly firing, and I'm just like sitting in the shadows going, <laughs> losers, kill each other, awesome. Yeah, right. But then like, like, when Susan pops up a little bit later, and I didn't really get it this time, or any other time I've read, listened, gone through this book, but like, Susan pops up, and she's like, Harry? And then all of a sudden, he's like, wait, what? And then he, like, turns to look at her or whatever. And then she's like, oh, my God, Harry. And he starts, but I'm like, bitch, how, for so many reasons, how would you know? 
Like, I don't think she, I think the only time she saw the alphas and stuff change Susan was when they got there in this, okay, they were on the street with a street light, but they all were moving off into the shadows. Like, how good a look has she gotten at Tara and any of the alphas in their wolf forms to suddenly be able to recognize on site, which each and every one of them is? She doesn't know the FBI agents in their wolf forms. She was not at the garage. They escaped from there and she came and picked them up. True love. Like that. (laughs) She can't see his eyes. It's two wolves going at it. So until he stops and turns around, then maybe, maybe you could be like, oh, because he did say like their eyes were their own. But it's dark. He's saying these two FBI agents that are like a few feet apart can't see each other and are basically just shooting at the and Harry the has muzzle dark flashes. Eyes. He doesn't have very distinctive eyes. He, yeah, it's not like he's got like these crystal ice blue eyes. Or he's got dark eyes like bajillions but, of other wolves it, and dogs. Could it be possible that they that he shared the plan with her when he was formulating Maybe, it? Maybe, but how does so she walk she, in and know this did, is Harry? He did plan ahead with the, the belt. My issue, though, is that, like, for me, like, I might just be imagining wrong, but, like, again, like, I've always had the hex and wolves as just this partial shift. Like, they were never full-on wolves. They were just, oh, like, no, I monstrous had wolves. Full-on. So I always had them as, like, a little bit, like, the loop guru is, like, a total monster, right? And the alphas are total wolves, Terra's total wolves, and then the hexen wolves are somewhere in between, you know? Like, oh, no, I always pictured them as fully changing yeah. into, like, the same as the alphas. That they're okay. big. Just different, yeah, yeah a little Large bit bigger than a red. I guess, men. yeah, Harry had to had to reach through the pelt of Harris in order to steal the belt. Yes. Dig through the pelt. Yeah, I guess so. For yeah. me, it was like there's still a little bit of like humanoid. Okay, yeah, no, for me, bit, there was no, for me, there was, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they're full. But then I mean, it's just well, one even of those like small maybe, maybe she wasn't was calling like, to him. She was just calling in general. Like she's lost in the forest and she's like, Harry. And then one of the wolves stops and stares at him. She's like, Whoa, you? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even get that yeah, feel no, it either. But anyways, but yeah, it's I just how true love's recognition. I, right. Her We're just going to go with it. It's just called to that one wolf. They are connected by a soul. True love. If Denton had walked out of here, he would forever more been able to recognize Harry <laughs> in a moment's notice. Harry is I that? don't mean from the soul gaze. I mean from true love. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm just saying just that extra connection through the soul gaze is like their souls are extra special and I can't wait until book 16 when Marcone and Dresden kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's like ambling along trying to pass as like some homeless woman and like, you know, dead. Dresden, what? is that you? <laughs> I can just see right through. He's always know what it's <laughs> Doesn't matter what disguise he's in. Doesn't matter if he's. It's like when you're man. playing a video game and one of the NPCs is like lit up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're who I have to talk to. <laughs> That's like uh, for all the Firefly fans out there too. And there's the one where they're trying to catch whatever. And I think it's with Jane. I want to say that Jane is, but uh, Captain Male. Mal and, and Jane or something are going somewhere and these guys come up to like rob their their wagon right and he tilts up his big floor because it's a big you know uh, pioneer prairie little house on the prairie type thing and he's got the big bonnet and the dress and the oh right and it's yeah tips up and it's Mal in the in the big bonnet he's like you don't like my hat <laughs> like, he's like what's the matter of my bonnet or something like that and he does I'm gonna see Harry doing that like oh fuck it I'll just put on a dress it's myself better than the janitor's like, uniform <laughs> So as you said, Susan comes out into the woods and catches attention, and eventually Harry, Susan, and Murphy all reconvene. Well, right before we have that moment, though, mm-hmm. there's one yep. thing that I do want to bring up. Because um, the fight between Dresden and Denton, Denton. Mm-hmm. Um, when they fight as wolves, I, f- I found it really interesting that there was a reoccurring music, dance, and singing theme with the fight scene. So the just a couple of the quotes from, from that scene. A snarl bubbled out from my chest like music. 
We came together again like partners in a dance, moving over the grass together. I was aware of Tara dancing with the loop guru. Uh, we danced under the moon, and he made his first misstep. The night, the dance, the violence, all the blood of it was overwhelming. And I wonder why but- Butcher has chosen to have these sort of lyrical... He had some leftovers from his wife in his sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare cut that line, honey. Oh, that's not going to work. Th- oh, but you know what? I can use it here. So actually, I didn't have this thought until you were just reading that out now. And I hope this isn't too spoilery, but as we said, um, book four is about the fairies. And this kind of totally gives me like the fae vibes where it's just like they kind of have these like very erotic parties and dances, but there's that level of just like killer on the surface prowling at all times. Yeah, it's the way he just, it's always says again, them being very fluid and graceful, mm-hmm. which is something that most of us human schlumps can't achieve unless we're doing dancing or something mm-hmm. and these choreographed, right? Because that's a lot of the point of dance is to you know, so walk in, stomp on it, right? You flow in and all the motions are, are supposed to, you know, give nice... Instinct take over. Yeah, instinct and, and just give those smooth lines and smooth motion, right? Just transitions, mm-hmm. thank you. Not like chop it, well, I mean, unless you're trying to do the robot or something, I don't know, but right? It, so maybe that, I guess, is where, you know, that to me has always been his his, his description. It's called crumping and it also has a rhythm. That too. <laughs> <laughs> it does, but it is not necessary. So that, to me, that's with the, the fey, right? It's, it's like this, you know, synchronized swimming, this like ballroom dancing. It's like everything's very smooth and fluid and you can't hardly tell they're moving but before you know it they're slitting your throat and popping your eyeballs out onto their long nails and they're just deadly but beautiful so yes so eventually you know kind of you know the scooby-doo gang all meets back up again and Mm -hmm. you've got murphy and susan and harry and even marcone and like they're like okay like uh, susan you go take the alpha pups and get them the fuck out of here because they're gonna die me and tara and murphy we're gonna do this plan and there's a little bit of contention there but at least it's like Mm -hmm. uh you know they're I don't remember the phrase I was going to use, but, like, they're not in a pit anymore. <laughs> they're on equal footing again, equal ground. Oh. <laughs> so it's like At less of a disadvantage. Back on the ship, baby. <laughs> Their handicap has been removed. I was going to say, I was like, we're on plan, like, Zed now, but it's like, we're still in the game. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah. Um, and there's a little bit, too, like, a little bit reference earlier on, because Susan does try to argue with him, and she's like, no, like, blah. And he's like, bitch, what did I say? I'm the alpha. Yeah, y'all wanted to come on this down. mission. Y'all got to listen to me. Yes, and yeah, he did. Well, like the same thing you mentioned the last one, he pulls Billy aside and is like, all right. <laughs> all right, class. Mm-hmm. I have never called my class class. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, do what I say or, you know, y'all can't come because this is like high stakes and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, everyone's trying to, and he's still got a bit of that, that rush, that, that, I mean, partially the, I don't know if shame is exactly the right word. Some sort of remorse, right? Because when Susan's kind of first snaps him out of it, he's like, holy shit, like, I was just about gone there. Like, I didn't want to come back, right? So he's got that remorse, regret, shame, whatever exactly it is. But he's still kind of riding high on the being in charge of me. Like, as he says, like, when, when he meets up, you know, he's like, Denton comes out of the circle of tree, trees um, <clears throat> in his, like, true form, in the only real form. Right, so again with all this, you know, dancing and the thing and the whole, right? Like this is already where Denton is like, yeah, there's so much you miss as as a stupid human being and blah blah blah, and you know, and that whole thing of of um, lost my train of thought there. Just give in to the wolfiness. Um, but yeah, the whole thing of yeah, Denton coming out in, like his his true form and you know that being with the whole. 
the grace of the dance and the fight and the thing and how it's just so simple and fluid without a lot of you know thought and planning the way you'd have to and but yeah he's still riding high on all of that is just like just just do it just listen just right and she's like Meow. yeah he <laughs> you know? is, he's like pretty at freight ends yeah yeah and well exactly he's like i don't have time for this i don't have patience for this i'm still trying to sort out this other shit transformation thing i just went through like just fucking listen just take them and fucking go mm-hmm. and yeah Susan does, but then there's this moment right after. Well, yeah, reluctantly. But then there's this moment when, um, you know, Murphy and Harry are alone, and Harry's all like, okay, like, we owe Marcone now. We can't just let him die here. And Murphy's like, motherfucker, like, if you're setting me up, there's no witnesses now. Yeah. Right? And it is, like, it's, like, straight back. Like, they had that moment, but Murphy's right back to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, she doesn't say it as harsh, but she is just, like, like, she does kind of be like, I can't. It Quite just seems like hell, a reluctance, though. Yeah, it you is. Know. Like, she's she not full of, like, oh, my God, you're still against me. But she's, like... About not trusting him. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing so is, right? That she's, like, oh, I want to help you out. Like, what you're saying is right, but it could also screw me over yeah. big time. Well, like, I really like that closing line, though, when she's, like... Um, <laughs> like, he's, like, whatever. He's, like, you want to be safe? Go with Susan. Otherwise, bitch. Like, yeah. Yeah, she's, like, fine. Fuck you. But, yeah. yeah fuck exactly. you, Harry Dresden. Yeah. I like it, though. She doesn't call him Harry. She doesn't call him Dresden. She's, like, fuck you, Harry Dresden. <laughs> It's like a little bit more like, you know, I don't think she ever calls him his full name. Not you. Right? So it's just like, I don't know, for me, this moment was just very much like a very finalized. And even Harry says he's like famous last words. Well, and again, this is that that dynamic with like Harry and Murph that makes this book frustrating because you're like, dudes, no. And as you see it grow and develop and right. But like right after he comes back and Susan is like, hey, baby, he's like, don't touch me. Mm-hmm. Right? He's like not trying to be like an asshole per se, but he's like seriously, like you can't like don't touch me yeah. right now. That's that's Yeah, he's really standing. I'm in a mood. I mean I'm in a mood. I've got all kind con- like it mm-hmm. just it's not mm-hmm. safe one way or the other, like emotionally, physically, like I could still rip your throat yeah. out or whatever, right? It's just like right. And so here, right, he's like, Hey, I guess we're gonna have to and she's like, Oh my god, like this could totally be like yeah, I can say, right, Susan the alphas, everybody that we know our allies are gone. The only people here are, you know, Marco and Wolves, right, people ready and to again, and to be fair to Murphy in this moment she does totally feel like she like if you don't know that Harry's on your team oh, yeah. it's Murphy versus everyone right it's now it's a very you know? murky right because we I don't know if Murphy she knows Murphy versus wizard who, Murphy versus gangster Murphy versus yeah like, grew, like Murphy versus versus FBI like yeah, yeah and we don't know if she knows that the other three wolves are, are down dead, yeah right right like, like I you know we don't know where she's been watching if she can identify one wolf from another like you know what I mean like so she doesn't know if she, she knows Denton for sure because they just broke mm-hmm. that fight up but beyond that exactly it's like is there four of them oh, Tara West is still here too, who she doesn't know she can trust or not. Right. She doesn't know that she's for sure going to go back to the. I mean, again, she should kind of be ally given everything that has gone down, right? But again, as far as Murphy's concerned. And I get a lot of unknowns, right? right? It's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And especially, yeah, given the way she was suckered into this whole And she doesn't have even her her gun right now. She might have been. Did she steal the FBI's? She she got, well, yeah. yeah, And he's like, yeah, because when he comes out of it, I guess maybe Mm -hmm. that is it. She might know because he comes out of it and he he describes. Roger as laying there still like clutching his gun and then he's like oh Murphy must have picked up Wilson's mm-hmm. so I guess maybe she did come yeah. across so she has a gun, the bodies but, yeah. there but so she has a gun and she has but exactly right it's not yeah. her comfortable familiar weapon for good or bad it's yeah. 
nope, silver loaded in it because no. it's not her gun. It's, you know, exactly and what all. But yeah, exactly. But this is just what it I love. It is a little bit right? last stand, but this you know, is for that, that tough love yeah. between mm-hmm. Murphy and Dresden, right? She's not like, hey, buddy, are you okay? Like, can we go? He's, fuck you. Yeah, she's like, you can still be screaming. He's like, fine, go back to the fucking van and be safe. And she's like, fine, fuck you, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool, let's go, bro. <laughs> it's so Murphy and Dresden, it's but so at the same Murphy time, it's like, fuck, guys, you're yes. friends. Why don't you see that? <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I can say that's what's, yeah, but yeah. this is still again, okay, right? It's like that, that is, see? See how well your dynamic and works. And I see people who say that they don't like Murphy, and I'm like, fuck you. <gasps> what is Fuck you. No. God, people on the internet, they, they just don't, don't like get it. I know, right? They, I'm like, they, learn how to read a book. Yeah. <laughs> they, they clearly just stopped reading at this one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they excuse they me, these going. are two best friends. They just how don't understand how sarcasm and <laughs> that works. If you don't like Murphy, fuck you. Well, their like, chemistry takes time to to gel. It does, and we like we, we throw all the contention onto Full Moon, but there are so many more moments throughout the books when they get into this harsh fighting and like they're not friends or they're not allies, right? Like, well, I don't know if I would say so many more. Mo- they 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 disagree with each other. I'll give you that because Murphy is still mm-hmm. very much her own person and has her. Right. So I don't know that I'd necessarily say they're ever on opposite sides like this again. They might disagree on the methods, but not the meat or whatever the, mm-hmm. the point. Um, but yeah, there is, it still does take a couple of books before that fully sort of resolves itself and meshes a little, right? Like it starts getting much better after this, but yeah, it still takes mm-hmm. a little bit before they really exactly figure well, out. Well, even like by the end of this book, they're not friends again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is why, yeah, I like yeah. say it still takes another right. book or two to yeah. sort of figure that, that, but yeah. yeah. But she really, yeah. Like, Fuck you, Harry Dresden. <sighs> yeah. He's like, it was time to face the crew. <laughs> <laughs> this concludes our episode 5.16, A Wolf in Geek's Clothing. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and macanellies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Free Flow Rambling.